Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Wonderful name. Well, family, as you know, we've been teaching in our series, The Open Door, The Open Door. And today we're going back to the New Testament. We're looking at 1 Thessalonians, the last couple of weeks we've been digging through 2 Thessalonians. Today we're looking at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, beginning at verse 16. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 16. And here our scripture reads, it says, Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit, despise not prophesyings, prove all things, hold fast that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be, be preserved blameless unto the coming of of our Lord Jesus Christ until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ today we're going to begin our final message in this series titled the assignment part one the assignment part one and as we prepare to conclude our series the open door I want to take a quick look at some things that we've learned during the course of this series in fact, we've learned that Jesus has set before us an open door that no man can close that he taught us out of the book of Revelation, out of the book of Revelation chapter three. We learned that. Also, we've learned that Jesus has given us the power of authority, the power of authority through exousia is what that word power means. He's given us the power of authority. We've also learned that God will send people to help you grow. You don't have to do it on your own. You don't have to be isolated. He's going to send people to help you grow. We've also learned that in order for us to live in the freedom that Christ has given us, we must learn to rely on the Holy Spirit. We must learn to rely on the Holy Spirit. We've also learned that it is time for us to share what Jesus has done in our lives. Listen, he's given you a testimony. He's given you a lesson, a word that he's revealed unto you. It's time for us to share what Jesus has done. We've also learned the value of being meek and allowing our meekness to increase our wisdom. We've learned the, the value of being meek and allowing that meekness, that meekness to increase our wisdom. We've also learned the importance of withdrawing from those who choose to ignore what they've been taught or what they've learned in the world, thereby choosing to live outside the word of God. We've learned we need to withdraw from them. We need to withdraw from them. We keep praying for them, but we've got to withdraw from them. And then lastly, finally, we learn the importance of following the good examples set before us and staying busy, fulfilling what God has given us to do, has given us to do. We don't have time to be sitting around being slack. We got to keep moving. Got to keep moving. 
for what God has given us to do. See, these are the things that we've learned, and now it's time to dive into today's message. Look with me back at verse 16. Here in verse 16, again, two words, one verse, two words. It says simply this, rejoice evermore. Rejoice evermore. Here in this list, Paul is actually giving, the, the, giving commands to the church at Thessalonica. He's giving them commands. He's saying, these are the things that you need to do. And here again, verse 16, he begins, he says, rejoice evermore. Rejoice evermore. I know you're going through stuff. I know you're experiencing some things. I know it's difficult, but you need to rejoice evermore. You need to rejoice evermore. You see, we must understand this is, or, or we must understand this rather, as walking in spiritual joy. Walking in spiritual joy. We must understand it as that. You see, we should rejoice in God because in him, our joy will be full. We must rejoice in God because in him, our joy will be full. Listen, our spiritual joy is important. It's not about being happy. It's about having joy. There's nothing wrong with happiness. Happiness has value, but oftentimes happiness is tied to your condition or your situation. But joy is not something that should be tied to your circumstances. It is not here because we have a relationship with God. We rejoice in God because in him, our joy will be made full. In fact, Israel Houghton wrote a song titled Rejoice years ago. And I believe we even sung that uh, for a praise song recently. But he wrote that song Rejoice, Rejoice. And it was based on what Paul penned in Philippians 4 and 4 that simply says this, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. He said, here, rejoice evermore. He's saying, listen, the, the, the song said rejoice in the Lord always, always is what the scripture said as well. And again, I say rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. In fact, as believers, we should take heed to what Paul is admonishing the Thessalonians to do right here. And what is that? Rejoice evermore. We need to rejoice evermore. Look, as Christians, we need to live our lives, watch this, in constant joy, in constant joy. Listen, this doesn't mean that everything is going to always be right. This doesn't mean you're going to wake up and, and the, the flowers are, are blooming and birds are always singing. No, sometimes the flowers have been blown over and there's a storm blowing outside, but you need to still have joy. You need to still have joy. Joy is something we choose. Listen, it's the joy of the Lord that is what? Our strength. When we choose to have joy, we choose to have strength. We choose to have strength. We must be able to have joy. We must choose to have joy. And that's what we do. We have constant joy by choosing, by choosing to have joy. I need somebody to type in, in chat right now. I choose joy. I choose joy. Listen, some of you may be feeling right now that your situation is just too bad. You're sitting there looking at the medication that you have to take and you're like, listen, pastor, you don't understand what I'm going through. But my brother, my sister, I'm admonishing you. Choose joy. Choose it. Choose joy. Listen, you don't know what's been going on in my home and you don't know what's the things have been said. Listen, I understand all of those things may be going on, but baby, you got to choose joy. You got to choose it. 
It's not something that falls to you. It's not something that's just handed to you. It's something that you choose and you take hold of it. Choose joy. Type it. I choose joy today. I choose joy. I choose joy. Look with me at verse 17. He then says these words. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Listen, can, can I give you the secret sauce today? Can I give you the secret sauce? You see here, the, the way to rejoice evermore is to pray without ceasing. The way to rejoice evermore, to, the way to find yourself always in joy, the way to be able to have joy in the midst of your storm, in the midst of your problem, in the midst of your battle, is to be able to pray without ceasing, to pray without ceasing. You see, we should have times that we pray on a regular basis. We should have times that we pray on a regular basis. Listen, these times... These times, or, or you know, these times, we dictate to, or, or dedicate. Excuse me. These times, we dedicate to spend time with the Lord in prayer. That's what we do. We dedicate this time, spending time in prayer with the Lord. That's what we do with these times. Listen, this is why every Friday, since before the church even started. We have been faithful to pray every Friday at 6 o'clock a.m., with a few exceptions. But we pray every Friday at 6 o'clock a.m. 6 o'clock a.m. Listen, uh, it was something. I, it, the Lord put it on my heart, and he never said stop doing it. He never said stop doing it. Listen, I pray that during the course of every day that you pray at least once. I pray that when things come up, you take time to speak to your father. Before you act out of your flesh, I pray that you do. I pray that you burden yourself with, 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 with the need to talk to God every day. I pray that you do. But I know one day that there's an opportunity for you to pray. If you don't take advantage of any other opportunity, if you feel weighed down by the cares of the world and you need somebody to pray for you, I know one day you can. Every Friday at 6 o'clock a.m. <laughs> I understand the value of prayer. I understand. Listen, one can put a thousand to flight, but what happens with two, ten thousand? What happens when ten people can get together and pray? What about twelve? What happens if 15 to 20 of us are getting together and praying? What if that number becomes 30 or 40 or 50 of us every Friday morning praying together? What do you think would happen? I'm telling you, you've got to understand the power of prayer. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then would I hear from heaven and then would I heal their land. The, the value of prayer. The value of prayer. We've got to do that. You've got to be able to take time to do that. We should pray through weariness. We should pray through fatigue. Not fainting, not fainting. Listen, you don't need to faint. You got to keep on praying. And you do this until we come to that world where our prayer is swallowed up in praise. 
Oh my goodness. Where you've prayed so much and you've seen God move and everything is swallowed up in praise because you've been faithful to keep on praying, faithful to stay on your knees, faithful to pray over your loved ones, faithful to pray for your enemies, faithful to keep on praying. And it says, listen, it will be swallowed up in praise, swallowed up in praise. My goodness, my goodness. Now, let me share this with you. This doesn't mean that we should pray all day. That doesn't mean you, you, you get up and you sit in a rocking. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus. And you're just praying. You're just praying. And your spouse comes and says, um, honey, aren't you supposed to be at work at 8 o'clock? <laughs> um, aren't we supposed to pick up the kids at 2.30? You're still praying? <laughs> you're just sitting there praying. Listen, there, there's balance to this, okay? That's not what it means by praying without ceasing. That, that's not what he means, okay? He doesn't mean that you lack balance. That's not what the apostle is suggesting. What it actually means is that we will take time as when we or, or when we pray, actually nothing should hinder us from connecting with our heavenly father. That's what it means. Nothing should hinder us. We pray without ceasing. It doesn't matter if the bill, you have a bill that needs to be paid and you're sitting there trying to figure out how to do it. Or how to get it paid, and you're just gonna stop praying and start crying and moaning. No, no, no. He said, You keep on praying. You get a bad news and, and, and you're sitting there worried about this doctor's report, and you, you, you're gonna just sit there. No, you're gonna keep on praying. Listen, you got word at your job that they're gonna be laying off a certain number of employees, and, and you're like, Oh, God, I just got this job not too long ago. No, you're gonna keep on praying. You don't allow your circumstances to hinder your prayer. Don't allow your circumstances to hinder your prayer. You keep on praying through. You keep on praying through to connect with your heavenly father, to connect with your heavenly father. Look with me at verse number 18. Let's look at verse 18. Here it says, in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you, concerning you. Give thanks, give thanks. Listen, we should be thankful in every condition, even in adversity, as well as prosperity. Did you hear me? We should be thankful in every, every condition, even in adversity, just as well as prosperity. See, when, when things are prosperous, it's easy to be thankful, isn't it? When you look, when, when, the, when, the, when the money isn't funny, when everything is fine in the house, your relationships are right, you're driving down the street, all the stoplights are turning green, everything seems to be perfect. It's easy to say, oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. It's easy. Oh, thank you. I'm so thankful. It's easy to do that. But what happens when things are a little difficult? What happens when the opposite is true? When you look at the bank account, you're like, my goodness, I didn't even know they had that many zeros. When you look at the account and you're like, how in the world is this happening? When you, when you have conflict in your home, when there are things that are going on in your body, when things that attack you, do you how, how do you express or that moment or in that moment do you think to be thankful? But I want you to know that we are to be thankful in all things. We should be thankful in all things. We give thanks knowing, watch this, that oftentimes it could be worse. Oftentimes it could be worse. Listen, I, I tell you, as, as difficult as your circumstance may be, there are some people that would love to be in your spot. 
let's just keep it real. There's some people who would love to be. Listen, if you were to go in certain parts of the world, you say, I'm sitting here making seven, eighteen dollars an hour. I'm sitting making twenty five dollars. hour. That's all I'm making. Listen, tell that to somebody that's making like two dollars an hour. And their cost of living is is high in comparison. And then when their check comes, they spend everything and they go back to the meal the next day. Keep on working. Tell that to them. <laughs> they would give anything to be in your spot. So you've got to understand as difficult as things may be, it could be worse. It could be worse. So be thankful. Be thankful and watch God move in your life. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.